You're listening to DraftKings Network. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast in this uh, first segment. Oh, man, we've got Ike Opara. Ike Opara. This is a double guest episode. That's right. we got two guests, bro. We're throwing guests in the first segment, my guy. <laughs> yes, Ike Opara of Minnesota United and the PSI podcast is, will be joining us talking a lot of smack. It's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Plus, we talk about a bunch of other stuff in the second segment. In the second segment, we're joined by Ivis Galarsip to what? talk about some a little bit of the history of uh, U.S. men's national team, U.S. soccer, MLS. Been an OG journalist. Tons of respect for this dude. Uh, and we talk about some league. Liga MX, Liguilla. Oh, that's right. We talk about Liga MX, the littiest league (laughs) in the world. So we have a little fun. So uh, all this and more today on the Cooligans. Hi, I'm John Strong. I'm the large bald man who stands next to Stu Holden when you watch soccer on Fox Sports. You are listening to the Cooligans. Yeah, baby. crash <laughs> yes uh yeah i'm a i'm a trained drummer uh, was, i was like what the hell is he talking about i didn't know that was a drumming reference uh, yeah that's right there's a hi-hat is a crash anyway all right, this all right. Is- <laughs> welcome to the cooligans your favorite drum instructional videos it's like alexis doesn't know how to read music or read regular <laughs> yeah. words but i know how to listen to music <laughs> okay uh hello welcome to the show everybody hi my name is christian polanco yeah that's right i'm alexis guerrero all right we are the cooligans we're your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show that you have ever seen yeah we better be duh. okay because we're not just that we're a lot we're a lot we're, we're a lot of lot. things we're a drum instructional show <laughs> we sometimes talk about soccer we also happen to be the gulliest soccer show that's in the r- world that's right uh and yeah i'm in a i'm in a drumming mood because i saw tool not too long ago and right. i'm still you know danny carey all right you know who i'm talking about I'm big fan <laughs> I love that song about stuff. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, we're excited to. It's going to be a hot show today. It's be crazy because uh, now we have players. We have uh, we have boxes. We got. Bo- I mean, that's pretty much the whole show. <laughs> you told them everything that's going to happen. Oh else. no! I've, the, it's like the trailer that gives everything <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Nobody is going to want to watch the movie anymore. There's also banter. <laughs> Get ready for banter. No, but uh, yeah, a couple of announcements that we have to make because we're going to right after this taping. We're we're literally zooming straight to the air. Zoom in. Zoom. Okay. (laughs) It's a whole new, it's a car share service you don't know about. Okay. It's only for us celebrities. It's actually very inexpensive. No, but we're going to Florida for uh, the, uh, we're going to, we're flying to IMG Academy for the ICC Futures. This is going to be great. This is going to be pretty crazy. So this is, uh, this is a, a youth tournament. Uh, with teams from all over the world, and they have they they uh, you know it's, it's like huge teams, the Manchester got, Cities, the yeah, PSGs. Juventus, you got uh, Atletico Madrid. You got Manchester City, who you mentioned. Uh, you got Paris Saint Germain. Okay, wow, I heard of them. All right. right, I can't say their name correctly, but I heard of them. Right, I hope one of them got like a six XL kids jersey for me to wear. So uh, we're y'all go- fat shaming these kids? <laughs> what goes on in these academies? What man? are you doing, France? Yeah, <laughs> damn, you need to cut it out. All you eat is butter and cream, my guy. <laughs> How are you so thin? <laughs> uh, no, so we're excited. Uh, Just a French kid <laughs> crushing cigarettes in between the games. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna lose our opportunity to host this thing, Alexis. Just ripping sex, dude. <laughs> no, uh, so it's a, a big tournament. We're excited to be there. We're gonna be there for five days. So if anyone, if you're in uh, Bradenton, Florida, uh, come- all of you in Bradenton, <laughs> Florida. I've se- I've seen the stats. I've seen <laughs> the <Yeah>. ratings. <laughs> Huge fan base out in Bradenton, Florida. Yeah, we big time in Bradenton. <laughs> 
So come through uh, the, to see the tournament. Say hello to us. It'll it's be- not far from Tampa. Come through. Say what's up. It's at the IMG Academy. Yeah. It's going to be great. All right. So uh, I always knew I'd go to the IMG Academy. You know what I mean? <laughs> any, any academy. Yeah. Any academy. I mean, no, I mean, specifically like a world renowned soccer academy. I knew one That's day right. I'd be there Look. doing what I do best, which is yelling at children <laughs> in all microphones. Stop. <laughs> Come through. We made it. It's, yeah. just, it's such a good feeling. To- Mama, you proud of me yet? <laughs> it's not a scholarship, but it's pretty damn good. Uh, all right. So we also have a couple of, uh, before we start the show, we got a couple of boxes that people uh, sent to us. That, That's right. Uh, you know, some of the- One of them looks better than the other. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, okay. I'll open this one. This is a- the- It's already open. What do you mean? I'll open it. I'll show you this one. Uh, yeah, this box is pretty banged up. Uh, <laughs> it made it here somehow. Oh, wait, let, let me do mine first. Hold I was going to say, you know, have you ever watched The Wire when they say step on the package? That's not what they mean, <laughs> dog. <laughs> okay, but but these are the type of packages that packages arrive in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know of what I'm course. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. That so, comes out of a secret compartment of an Ultima. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, all right. Th- I don't know who this is from. There's like liquid spilt on it. So, I don't know what happened to this package, but it's really, it's, it's banged up. It, it We're went, sorry. It went through a lot to get to us. So, uh, okay. I, I probably don't have time. There to is read. liquid spilled on it. <laughs> you can see it. Look, I'm not even going to question the liquid. I'm just going to make sure to wash my hands after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it says, my guys, uh, congrats on landing the TV show. It's made the unboxing segment so much easier to appreciate, which makes sense because it was normally over audio. I, I argue. <laughs> I think it's great to hear us open up gifts. Uh, huge fan of the pot for years now. Uh, thanks for adding a bit of gully to the soccer landscape in this Hell country. Yeah. All right. Thank you. So this is from Nick uh, Sint. Uh, thank you. A great dude. A Gully Squad member. Uh, great dude. So thank you. From Minneapolis City. Ah, SC, so who we've been we've been uh, representing since day one. We love Minneapolis. Oh, we got jerseys. Oh, we got shirts. Ooh. We got one shirt. Oh, this is dope. This is a uh, like a foosball players. It's a Stegman Soccer Club in the back. That's pretty, pretty dope. Pretty cool. I guess this is mine since they don't make the jersey in my size. Very cool. <laughs> this mine, this, this mine is a two XL. Oh no, <laughs> this is. Oh no, this is mine here. This is a medium. Oh, this is a kit. Stegman's old boys on the back. Shouts. Look to at you. this. This is a dope kit. Thank you, Stegman. We're going to throw you, this in the wash because whatever spilled on it got on here, but <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, this is a little, has a quite a, a little bit of a hue on it as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice patina. <laughs> Let's Thank open this up. Shouts uh, to uh, Nick Stint. That's dope. Uh, so we don't know who this is. Oh, okay. Now they're both from Minneapolis. Okay. Uh, yeah, we getting lots of packages from Minnesota. Okay. I, what a coincidence. Honestly, we didn't know what was in these boxes. We had no idea. And we have Ico Parra on the show from Minnesota United. This is this incredibly- is an all Minnesota, <laughs> and you and I are wearing all Pele stuff. What? Oh my God! All the stuff is matching. <laughs> all right here, you take a look at this one. I think this was. Oh, this is two XL. Here we go, baby. Oh, the, a tie dye talisman. Thank you so much, bro. You ever see tie dye in two XL, my guy? I'm gonna look like a package of Skittles coming at you, dog. Look at this. This is cool. How fire is this? All right, we need to start smoking weed on this show. I think. Yeah, it's legal to a certain weight. Yo, shouts to talisman, man. This stuff is talisman cops throwing boxes. Dope. All right. People are going to start to think I'm the one who stepped on the package. <laughs> so shouts th- to Talisman. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much uh, for all that stuff. Talisman uh, also shouts to them for the uh, really cool uh, bruised banana hat. That's that right. Got. That's- we have, and we have the, the our Cooligans hat is also a Talisman cap. That's right. So- Wait, hold on a second. Which you do can- I happen to have it with me? Yes, I do. <laughs> Boom. Uh-huh. All right. So uh, the other Merch, thing. baby. Wanted to shout out. Uh, we have. Um, so the other day I was on Instagram. Were you? Ever heard of this? <laughs> so, one- so the other day. 
way. Wonderful website. Um, <laughs> Mickey Rooney over there. <laughs> on Instagram, and I see we get tagged in uh, uh, an Instagram story. And you're like, not again. Oh, boy. This is not my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it with the accusations, <laughs> Sheila. <laughs> right? We know what you're up to, <laughs> Sheila. We ain't getting paid like that. <laughs> not yet. You can't have both of our babies in one baby. <laughs> it don't make sense. It's, uh, I don't know science well, but I'm pretty <laughs> right. sure that's not how it works. No, we got uh, we got tagged uh, by Georgie Mahalovich. All right, that's not our baby, Georgie. <laughs> but no, Georgie Mahalovich watching our show. And he just gave us a little wave. A little wave. We're we'll waving back, back to you, Georgie. There, there you go. Right there. Thank you, Georgie, for watching the show. Really cool that players. Imagine he's watching right now. I hope so. Oh, and he's like, whoa. He plays for the Chicago Fire. That's uh, right. He also plays for the U.S. Men's National Team. And he was, and we were talking about the Chicago Fire last week. The Chicago Fire. The that's right. He hates the way I say Chicago, but that's fine. Uh, Chicago. <laughs> you say it like an uncle. It's like, where are you going to college? Yeah, you going to Chicago? I could have gone. I could have gone. <laughs> anyway, thank you, George Mahalovich, for watching the show. Shouts to you, George. And, uh, and shouting us out. Very, very cool. We we're not. We need to change the name of Chicago to start with a D and a C. Just like Georgia, you don't pronounce the D. We'll do the same thing for Chicago, just out of respect to the dude who's watching. Shouts to you. Wow, <laughs> I didn't. It didn't make sense. It's so, super unnecessary. Well, welcome to the show, Christian. We just yelled at a woman named Sheila that doesn't exist for five minutes. I got a shirt that's got a weird stain on it. Welcome to the it's show. Called, it's called tie dye. That's, not what <laughs> that's the other one. Yeah, baby. Uh, we have to talk about this uh, story that is. Uh, it's definitely. Is this the gulliest soccer player in the history? I mean, I, I don't know about uh, gully. See, we, he over gullied. I think. I think we have a different definition of what is gully. Like you, you just as somebody commits a crime, you're like, "Well, that's a very gully <laughs> thing you gully. did." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I usually like. You're like, let's find a positive spin for this. Like things that are like, uh, you know, ratchet. Keeping it real. This is both of those things. Well, he not keeping it real. He kept the real thing. <laughs> to the point where it's not illegal. I think the fact that he got me, away with it. I think the fact that he got away with it four times. Yeah. It's, uh, he Let's talk about it. Because he duped of, a couple people. Yeah. Yes. The guy's name is Bernie Verhagen. Bernie Verhagen. Uh, and who is uh, a, a player who. who Allegedly. <laughs> we, yeah. We, we have to <laughs> leave it at that. So he's a player. He signed for uh, a team, Cape Town City FC. So this no, is. No, but what, first he signed for Tirishbol, which yes. was the. That was the club, the photo you just saw. The photo. Yeah. But no, Tirishbol, that's his first contract. The, the photo you just saw was for Cape Town. So that was the, okay. the, that was the tweet. So that this is why it, it kind of started the path of like people starting to be like, yo, what's up what's with up, this guy? What's up with my man? Because you know, like transfer market, right? If you go to transfer market, like they'll show you where a player's been and whatnot. If you look at his, it's got to be like question marks everywhere. Because <laughs> first he signed his first contract with a club called Tirasbol, which I believe, I forget what country that is. Uh, I, Denmark. No, no, no. I don't think it's Denmark. Oh, he's, he's Danish. Yeah, he's Danish. He's yeah. now playing at Denmark. But here's what happened. Signs for Tirasbol, first professional contract, gets let go of a month later. That club is completely washed all mention of him from their website, right? Yeah. You think that's probably not a good deal, but that's cool because then he gets a chance at Cape Town, right? Mm -hmm. Cape Town FC in South Africa. That's their top flight, right? Big deal. Month later, gone. Yeah. No mention of him on the website. Nothing. <laughs> Tweets deleted the whole nine. You think, well, that's the end of it for him. Nah, son. He finds a way to get to Chile yeah. to their top flight. Mm -hmm. Aldax Italiano signs for them. 
also never touches the field, never makes nothing, <laughs> then he's gone. Doesn't work out. Unfortunately, you hate to see it, right? You know, this, you know, sometimes you just need to get a leg up. You know what I mean? Someone needs to give they, you a chance. Why are they out for me? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying my best. It's not me. It's them. All three of them. Yes, I know. Right? But. It doesn't end there because then he gets to go from there. This is all like in the span of like four months, by the way. Yeah. The, I mean, my man's freaking flying miles alone. It's great. <laughs> Crushing it. My man goes to uh, the, the last one, which is Viborg. Yeah. So now he's at Viborg. This is, right? this is the Danish club. Yeah. Trains once and they're like, I don't think my dude's ever played <laughs> soccer before in his life. <laughs> Dead ass. I mean, I, I've been, I've seen a lot of soccer players and this dude doesn't seem like he knows soccer. <laughs> I don't think he's seen soccer players before, right? <laughs> so he, all of a sudden, they're like, yo, I, he's going to have to go play with the reserves. Sure. And the reserves are like, yo, who's this <laughs> trash ass player you sent us? Right? Yeah, even the kids, the U7s yeah. are like, I don't think he knows. I'm better than this yeah. man. I also, I don't think he knows like how to draw or color in the lines. My man is just all over the place. So he gets put in the reserves. They're trying to figure out what's going on. At the same time, a reporter starts looking into his past, right? And that's never a good sign for my <laughs> man, right? This is when he realized he had overgullied, yeah. right? Well, actually, it gets a little bit gullier next, <laughs> right? They realize he had never played anywhere. The reason he's going from team to team is because an agent for the Stellar Group, which is huge. Yeah. The Stellar Group is one of the most massive soccer agencies in the world. Yeah. Huge names. Gareth Bale. I think Ronaldo at one point uh, was like just a huge name. Stellar Group calls and says, yo, we got a player. You're like, I'll sign him. And that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Except <laughs> the agent was fake. Never worked for Stellar Group. They got catfish. Yo, I think my man was just on the phone himself. Like, <laughs> yo, this is what up. It's, it's Steve from Stellar Group. I got a player oh, for last you. name? I don't got one. <laughs> I don't need one. I'm like, share. <laughs> I work but for the Stellar Group. But it's Steve. Yeah, <laughs> Steve. A very original name. Thank you for asking. Uh, my name is Steve, uh, big time agent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stop asking questions. Middle name, totally real. <laughs> totally real, big time agent. <laughs> so, uh, I also like, he's like, he's probably like, tuk -a, tuk -a, tuk -a. I'm in a helicopter. Can't talk to Saw my plane. Land me at that McDonald's. <laughs> but the fact that this worked is, I mean, it raised four up, times. Four times, especially. And, and But it didn't work in the same country, right? So they had to be like, oh, we need another. Well, that's uh, what you do, right? You got to switch up the victim. You yeah. can't just go next door. Yeah. You got yeah. <laughs> to go to another country. Exactly. So Also, it, Chile. No one would have thought to go to Chile, right? A hack goes to Argentina. Right? <laughs> sure. He's like, no. Only, what's only, that? Only uh, professional <laughs> Ocean's Eleven type yes, criminal. Yes. <laughs> right? Now we're on the same page here. Now we're thinking like them. You know? Right? My man was like, should we call Uruguay? They're like, you've gone too far. <laughs> Uruguay, come on. But it, it you go to Chile. I, call the belt. It, it really <laughs> shows how much uh, like cluelessness there is in this, inter especially in the international transfer market. Yeah. Where nobody knows. They could be some kid. Yeah, like it could be a kid in, in a, a small country or whatever. But there's not been a video of this guy playing soccer. It, anywhere. it was just there's somebody no like, yo, my homie, he real good at yeah. soccer. Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> no, <Nah, laughs> that's it. Nah, man, I got this kid. You need him. So whatever. What? Dotted yeah. line signed. We good. He'll be there. Actually, he's right there right now. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy outside on the phone. <laughs> sign, yeah, sign him. Yeah, no, 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 he's good, he's good, he's good. This reminded me of this guy when we were at, a, I was at New York Comedy Club 
this guy walked in with his hoodie up, right? And remember those hoodies that you would zip up all oh, the yeah, way, all the way yeah, to the top? Yeah, covered your face. It was all stars, right? And he had it zipped up as high as it could go to his, it just sunglasses. And he was like, kind of like chewing on the zipper. And he was like, what's up, what's up, what's up? He walks in the green room. We're all like, yeah, man, what's up? He's like, ah, uh, when am I up? And we're like, who are you? Yeah. yeah. And he was like, what's up, man? I'm Mr. New Jersey. This is real. 100% oh real. You, I don't know if you want to bleep that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> also, this is quite standard in the yeah, comedy yeah. Also, community. You'll meet plenty of people that are just like, yeah. yo, why? You got a real name. Just use it. <laughs> nah, man. Also, walking in with a bedazzled star hoodie and call yourself yeah, Mr. Yeah. New Jersey. We're like, it fits. Yeah. He's like, yeah, man, I'm up. I'm supposed to get up. My lawyer just called. It's a true story. He goes, my lawyer just called. And I'm like, who's what, your lawyer? No, we don't have lawyers. We don't need a lawyer. He goes, no, no, no. They, who's the booker? Just point me out the booker and I'll, and I'll tell them my yeah. lawyer, my lawyer. I, I got to get up. He's in the audience. I produce a lot of movies and we're like, dude, okay. The booker's not here. We don't know what to do. He walks outside. He's having an argument with someone. Yada, yada, yada. He comes back. He's like, now nah, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna get up. And I'm like, dude, I don't know who you are. And he walked in. He says to somebody, he goes, yo, you want to get drinks later? And the guy goes, yeah. So that when he leaves, I said to the guy, I'm like, you know him? He goes, no. <laughs> like, he just said, yeah, to get drinks to some guy who calls himself Mr. New Jersey. He's like, I don't know. He seemed cool. What's wrong with you? The guy leaves. He's not going to get up. So uh, Harris uh, Greenbaum walks Harris in Greenbaum, yeah. and he goes, hey, did you guys see Mr. New Jersey? I'm like, are you part of the gag? And he goes, no, no. He was at Gotham. You know, that same gag worked. He did five minutes. I got them. Oh, oh my, my God. God. It worked. This is the entertainment <laughs> industry that we're in. This yeah. is how, I think this is how we got this job. <laughs> yeah. We walked into football. Like, no, no, no. My lawyer's outside. Yeah. He works for the Stellar Group. Turn the cameras yeah, on. No, we're good. We're good. Right. I'm going to swear a bunch. <laughs> Send me gifts. <laughs> this is why I love having a TV show for moments like this where we can. Where what? Did our direct deposit just hit? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I do this uh, out of the goodness of my own heart. Okay. Pay me double that. <laughs> no, um, uh, we can, we can, when we're like in uh, production meetings and, right. and we have production meetings, <laughs> trust me. Wait, uh, <laughs> I must have missed these. <laughs> Oops. But, but we, we can be like, yo, we need to talk about this. This is important to us. And this is important to the culture of soccer. And recently the Portland Timbers, actually we start with Netflix, Netflix, a uh, lovely service. Uh, I mean, football TV is a little bit better, but uh, you I know. completely agree. Football TV, the place to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it rhymes too. Yeah. <laughs> football TV, the place to be. <laughs> That's right. We're going to release a 1980s rap song about it. Uh, Netflix put, cats out of the bag. <laughs> uh, Netflix put out a, a tweet basically saying, uh, you know, what um the, the the sort of the theme that's been going on on Twitter is like what what's the thing that you can say during sex and, and a, a, another thing right we at, did one for watching Cooligans uh, yes right we at, got some a lot of people screaming yeah baby uh, yeah it was so a lot of fun love you thank you for that right. uh, but Netflix did one <laughs> for uh, what can you what can you do uh, as a social what can you tweet as a social media admin and also say during sex right so all these different companies I mean the synergy was incredible right because it was, a, it was like a, it was like a collab with every other major corporate. <laughs> in the world the only one i saw that went like too far was uh mr peanut oh what did mr said, peanut do hold these nuts and we were like hey hey mr wow <laughs> bold wow. i must say read the room my guy <laughs> but you love uh, a peanut company, an, M- huh? an mls uh club got involved uh and then they they tweeted the, a the, couple did but the best the best one 
the absolute best. <laughs> What's from the Portland Timbers? Our homies over at the Portland Timbers. Shouts to Danny. Yo, we have two DP slots open. So I let me tell you something. Like, the word slot just took on an entirely new definition. Yeah, so obviously they mean designated player slots. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so, I, wink, wink. Shout out to you, Portland Timbers uh, social team. Everybody. Kayla, Kayla Danny. Nat printed it out. Yeah. Framed it. Danny deserves all the credit in the world. The fact that this was allowed to go out. Look how far we've come. And 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 sort of was American- that one of your tweets uh, for Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> a picture of me pointing at the wall. Uh, so, God, that's a great. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Ron. But look how far we've come in the like. How many years ago? Remember when we first talked about LA Galaxy putting out that shooting star yeah. meme and how they got in trouble by the league? And now we're just out here willy nilly making <laughs> sexual innuendos. It is the Wild West. MLS like, yo, do you, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what you got. Okay, we're looking for traffic. Yeah, nah. We don't care how we get it. We need engagement, <laughs> my guy. We need people to tap on that like button. So you do you. <laughs> so that, uh, yeah, we have to. Uh, we had to highlight that because that was absolutely highlighted. We should print it. We should put that on our uh, jersey. Thing. You can't even see what this jersey says. <laughs> Sponsored <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. by the, just the whole tweet. Just that tweet. <laughs> Yo, if y'all put out a hoodie with that tweet on it, and we don't get one same here, <laughs> all hell will be raised. But we need to go to Portland and we're gonna we gonna rob some we're gonna be like that dude like for hogging dog. We go we're gonna tell you that we're a corporation to get you in and then we're gonna rob that hoodie. Exactly. All right. So the uh the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh uh the award for sports person of the year God uh, bless. given to uh the, the queen herself, uh Megan Rapino. Shouts to the president. <laughs> sure. I was just like, wait, who are you talking to exactly? Megan Rapino, yo. President just made our president just made the sports person of the year. That's right. Look uh, at her with the sledgehammer, the chromed out sledgehammer. Hey. Why even the why even the sledgehammer gotta be fancy? <laughs> no, it's great because uh you, obviously this made so many people upset, right? Oh, that's my favorite part of it. Yeah. This is why this is what she was put on this uh planet for. Yeah. To to make uh, you know, conservative people angry. Yeah. God bless. <laughs> great. Love it. Uh and and, and, and there were just a, 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 a slew of people accusing Sports Illustrated for uh, for honoring her and awarding her this uh, this award, uh, saying it's part of the liberal agenda, uh, which is I mean, if it's just like it's so d- delicious to yeah, hear. Yeah. It makes me happy to know that they're upset. Like I remember when the first time the not the this one, uh, the previous time the uh, women won the World Cup uh, and they were having the parade in New York. And the whole thing was about how it was costing one point five million dollars mm-hmm. to do this parade. And I, for some reason, was an alternate side parking. My phone wasn't working. So I was listening to the radio, which you don't do. Right. And uh, sports radio was on. It was just a bunch of what I can only imagine are guys that work at delis uh, <laughs> calling up and going, why are we doing this? Okay. World Cup. It's a bunch of women. Yada yada yada, and I was just getting angry until I realized, like, wait a minute, this is dope. <laughs> These dummies are upset. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's. I mean, look, we we got to uh, interview Megan Rapino when we were in uh, in Charlotte, and, and wait, hold on, the sports person of the year knows who we are. The sports, yeah. I mean, that's that's insane. <laughs> that's pretty wild. George Mahalovich watches the show, and the sports person of the year. <laughs> that's wild. 
If I find out that Verhagen listens, I mean, you know what I mean? I'm good. I mean, we really? can show these cameras off, my guy. <laughs> We've accomplished everything we need. Yeah, All right, we'll be back with more right after this, everybody. All right, this is exciting. We are here. <laughs> we are joined by an, ex- an esteemed guest. Finally, we got some good defenders on this podcast <laughs> slash that's, television That's show. right, because most of the time, you know, you go online, anytime anything ever happens, uh, a goal is scored in MLS, everybody's like, oh, MLS defending or whatever. Right. But th- not this dude. MLS nah, defending yo. means a, a very different thing to this man. Yes, he does. He'll run through a brick wall. He don't care. <laughs> he's he's here for it. Right? <laughs> Two-time Defender of the Year award. That's right. Of Minnesota United. Ladies and gentlemen, let's Put your hands together for the one, the only, Ike Opara, everybody. Ike, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Hey, say it louder for the guys in the back so they know. Two times. <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> Damn, no, you didn't wear, no, you're not up? wearing what's your up? headgear right now. What's going on? I, I'm not. Hey, I'm taking, giving a little bit of a break. I'm giving a little bit of a break. Uh, <laughs> you think we soft? No. Nah, <laughs> I need to let my hair breathe, you know? I got to let it breathe. That's right. Those long locks. You love them. Uh <laughs> Ike, thanks so much uh, for joining us, man. And not only are you two-time defender of the year, obviously you play for Minnesota United, you play for uh, a couple other clubs in MLS as well. A couple other clubs. A couple other clubs. Some places you never heard of, but anyway, <laughs> Minnesota United. <laughs> but you are also, I want to start because you are also getting in the podcast game, all right? Creeping into our business, all right? So I want to I want to know uh, how the, the podcast has been great. BSI, the podcast, if you haven't uh, uh, listened to it, uh, check it out. It's, it's about uh, time they put some some respect on that name and change it to BSI. <laughs> Correct. Uh, I like you guys. That- <laughs> I like you guys. <laughs> how has that experience uh, been for you? And uh, have you've never really done a podcast before, anything, right? I, that's my uh, safe assumption. How has that experience been for you? So, in, in fact, check here. I actually did have a little bit of a podcast towards the end of my time in Kansas City. Okay. With, uh, with the beat writer, yeah, Sam McDowell. We did more of like uh, more social where. Uh, topics. Um, and then obviously I've switched over to, you know, BSI the podcast and that is, uh, completely different. Um, yeah. you know, talking mostly about Roasting stories fools in the league. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah. <laughs> can't, can't, at some point it's going to get us in trouble, but, uh, we're going to wrap I'm surprised it hasn't. Uh, How have you not been fined by the league at this point? <laughs> you, you know, uh, I, I think a lot of the things that we talk about, you know, I think, we're saying what a lot of people already know. You know, I think a lot of people are scared to say the things that yeah. everyone thinks. And we're just kind of like, you know what? We're, we're going to give the the edge, the attitude, uh, the insight uh, that, you know, you know, fans you know, don't necessarily get to hear. And, uh, you know, I think just making it authentic and candid has been, you know, our biggest strength. Yeah, because you guys aren't really, you guys aren't messy. You guys, you, you just, uh, not messy the player, messy like, you know, making make, make a mess. <laughs> Definitely not him either. No, no, messing up your money. You're yeah. not like, you're I mean, not like listen, yeah. Sometimes they make it hot. Sometimes they make it <laughs> but real it's, hot. It's for, especially for MLS, there isn't, you know, we there's not many alternatives, right? There aren't many opportunities to hear players talk candidly because for the most part, as an MLS player, you can live your life pretty anonymously, right? They, depending on what city right. you play in, you'll be walking around. Nobody's like, oh, Oh, who's this tall dude? He's just tall, right? Nobody <laughs> thinks anything else right. of it. You but- got to walk into like a Dick Sporting Goods and start heading the ball around for people to. <laughs> 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 you got to get egregious with it. Like, uh, I, yeah, I'm gonna stay out of Dick Sporting Goods. I don't really need to be in there. Um, <laughs> but to, to, to your point, um, yeah, I think there's several things that go into it. 
the, um, you know, the first thing is, you know, a reporter could never ask you these questions. And as an athlete, you'd feel comfortable answering. And, and for so many reasons, um, and just having your peers, you know, asking you questions, kind of giving you the, the true locker room, uh, feel, um, it just gives everyone kind of that laid back, um, uh, approach. And, and, and it's kind of like a safe space, even though I know we're broadcasting it out. Uh, but it's just like, you know, we're, we're in it together. And so we're never really trying to, um, you know, have malintentions or ulterior motives, you know, as yeah. we go about it. Maybe, maybe my, my plea to fifths, my interrogation can be a yeah, little that's, tough. That's when times, it gets hot. It gets hot there. <laughs> it can get hot. But, yeah, but yeah. ideally it's to, to lead you into stories that, you know, you know, people have never heard. I mean, there've been times where I, I don't even know what's coming. And I think that's the beauty behind it is that we've let it be free flowing and we didn't really want constrictions um, yeah, yeah. when we started out and uh, you know, we're, we're just evolving and, and going with it an episode at a time. I think when you, you guys have broken news too, like Carlos Vela being looked at by yeah. Barcelona was something not a lot of people knew. And somehow you four guys on Skype <laughs> get, that, get to break that news. And I'm like, yo, Christian, why don't we ask him Vela some tough questions? <laughs> like you guys might, have actually, yeah. you guys have actually kind of overlapped a little bit about what we try to do because when we started the podcast, we realized we, we knew there was personalities behind some of these players, but general like sort of traditional media isn't getting that. So we, as comedians, we can have a conversation like we're having with you now, which isn't very like, you know, cookie cutter and you guys are doing the same thing. So it's actually, we're like actually happy and proud to see you there because we feel like we somehow begat a little bit of that. Just a little bit. It was, it's our show. Your show is our show. Yeah. (laughs) We own your show. now. I don't know if you understood what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, we want a cut of the money. Yeah. Well, if if you guys start helping us make money, then we're then we're all in. So it's it's funny too because Sal is like, we got to start making money now. This and that. And Benny are like, yo, chill, Sal. Like we just do it to have fun. We didn't even yo, know where this thing was going. Sal Sal is the Alexis of this <laughs> yeah. show. Well, it's a guy named Sal Zizzo. You expect one guy to be like, how do we make money on this? Well, all right, so there's gonna yeah. be a big. <laughs> we'll lend you a thousand, but you owe me a hundred and fifty every week until you pay me that money back. <laughs> Pretty much. But now now Benny's like, you know, he's trying to figure out his next movie. He's like, yo, we gotta start making money on this too. I'm like, yo, you guys are sellouts. I'm in here for the love of the podcast. Doing, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fast forward a couple fun. years when I'm out. Yeah. You do it for the art, bro. Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily, when we started, we sold out ASAP. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right away, we was trying to get that cream. So <laughs> it didn't matter. You what I do like you've had some. And this is the, the, the cool thing about players doing a, a show is that you can. All you got to do is text one of your homies and be like, yeah, Yo, you want to hop on? Because we have to go through loops of agents and yep. uh, we had to go to players moms. We had to go to a player's yep. mom and be like because she was in the stands <laughs> and be like, yo. Get your play on our show. <laughs> yeah. You can looked you at us guy? like we nudged her in bed the next morning. No, <laughs> we saw her in the stands. <laughs> can you say said player? His name? Oh yeah, Jack Harrison. Jack yeah, Harrison. His mom oh. was in the supporter section. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, we yeah. named the cheeseburger after him. We did everything we could to get this dude on. <laughs> you ain't naming burgers after nobody. Do do you ever have to like? Because we have to kind of jump through the hoops, those hoops with teams and, and players. Like, obviously, you can just reach out to players, but do you ever get like agents being like, "Yo, stop reaching out to my guy," like or whatever? Or is it? it, it do you have it, deal with those like walls at all? No, but I will say the interesting thing is we'll have people reach out to us wanting to be on for whatever okay. reason. And I think that that was the interesting thing was, um, you know, we obviously we 
you know, we have friends and colleagues, whatever we played against, played with, we would text them, get it sorted, go from there. But now we have guys that want to be on who have played some even coaching. And it's like, what? Like we didn't envision that at yeah. all. Um, and, no, and that's that, actually been pretty cool. Like, that's great. That's just, it's a good sign though, about the, of the future of the show. You guys got a real, you got a real future in it. All right. And we of course got the two time defender of the year. Ike Opara on with us. Uh, Ike, you play now for uh, Minnesota United, uh, signed a new contract, had a hell of a year. Um, but it didn't end the way you probably wanted. Uh, why don't you talk a little bit about, uh, sort of what that was like, sort of that run up to the playoffs, uh, and, uh, you know, sort of some of the letdown from the playoffs. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously it was an accomplishment in, in, in a way, you know, Minnesota getting to the playoffs after the years that we endured. Uh, luckily I wasn't a part of those years. So, uh, yeah, I did I'm big time, but, um, you know, <laughs> but, you know, I think in a way it was, you know, a positive step in the right direction. Obviously I have high expect high expectations and, uh, you know, I'm just happy with getting the playoffs just, you know, based off of my career and, and what I've accomplished and been a part of teams. And so just getting to the first round was a letdown, but, you know, I think that's still pretty cool to be able to say that we got to host a, you know, a, a home playoff game in that stadium with that fan base who had been dying for, you know, success, um, you know, the first two years and to be able to at least play a game in front of them and the energy that was going on in that stadium, it was incredible. And you had to, in, in that playoff game, you had to play against Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Uh, I mean, you, you know, you've talked about it a little bit on your show. I mean, but what, what's it like playing against this? <laughs> I mean, he's a larger than life human being, right? It's like, there, I can imagine there is the the annoyance of like, yo, he talks all this garbage. And then you play him and he's like, yo, he's mad big. I understand why he talks all that garbage. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I just feel like two large shoulders and a ponytail are coming at me. Uh, yeah. going, up, going up against a, a dude like that, what is uh, what, what is it like and, and how do you even prepare for something like that? Listen, yeah, if you show any sign of weakness with that guy, he's going to try to eat you alive. So, okay. um, you know, I, for me, it's like, okay, I, I'm getting a little older to the point where I don't really want to get into the, you know, the trash talking anymore. When I was younger, I'd run my mouth a little bit and I would have gotten into it with them. But now I just try to focus on you know, the game. Uh, yeah, I know there's a little bit game within the game moments that happen, mm -hmm. but you got to just prepare because, you know, end of the day, you know, his whole goal is to just score. And as soon as he scores, he starts running his mouth. So really, you just got to really, you know, play at another level, especially, you know, with how my game is, you know, I, I match up pretty well with them on aerial duels and whatnot. And so it was more so, you know, locking into those moments, those key moments when the, when really the galaxy whips in a billion crosses. So, um, you know, when those moments are coming into the game, you know, having awareness where he is. Yeah, and I'm curious how uh, you, you were the two-time defender of the year, right? So how how do you become the defender of the year, right? Because when I when I look at Aikopara, I'm like, this dude is one of the nicest guys I've ever met, right? You don't you think of a defender of the year being like this beast, angry human being that that really <laughs> <laughs> mushes everybody out of the way, but you're like a, a cerebral dude, right? You uh, you approach the game, I, I think, a little bit differently than than just being a big like you know English. Yeah, I mean, English, his own English bruiser. He becomes an asshole during the 90s. <laughs> in the 90s, right? <laughs> That's what you do, right? Uh, I, 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 uh, uh, not necessarily. <laughs> Is it, no, I think he's remixing his own answer. <laughs> exactly. No, I would say with Christian there, uh, I'm more cerebral. I mean, I don't, I can do all those things, right? I can, I can, I can be the asshole. I could be tough. But like, like, at the end of the day, I've just learned, you know, being on the P. Vermees in Sporting Kansas City was, 
the biggest development for my career and being able to just read the game, being cerebral, understanding, you know, what's going on for 90 minutes with my position, other positions, thinking through the game uh, in so many ways. I mean, at the end of the game, I'm way more exhausted mentally than physically at this point. And and that's, and that's a good thing, you know? So, um, you know, I think that's what I've strived to do over the last handful of years. Well, no, whenever a goal gets put in and, and you got Vito Minone or something, every time they put the camera on the goalkeeper, he's usually yelling and usually yelling at the center back, <laughs> right? Like it's never the goalkeeper's fault, right? <laughs> no, no goalkeeper will answer this, but what are they saying to you? Um, you know, first of all, there's no glory for defenders. Let's just be clear. Like, yeah, th- there could be a goal scored and that play could have been you know put out. 20 passes in advance. Like th- th- there were several things that could have happened, but <laughs> that being said, uh, when a goalie starts losing it half the time, I just don't even listen because <laughs> it's like, what, 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 like, what am I going to say now? Like, <laughs> like if it's, if it's a clear mistake on the defender, then there's nothing really to be said. It's like, yeah, I know that I, I shorted the back pass. Like, yeah, I get it. But like, other than that, it's like, you know, you have to try to dissect really a whole breakdown of a play and you don't have enough time to do that. And so it's more so about the 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 nonverbal look of it than okay. uh, yeah, yeah. Actual, it looks as it all. You know, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and again, like there's something that can be said that's worthwhile, but most okay. of the time it's still just frustrated and that's the way of showing it. Okay. He's like, you let it go. And you're like, I know I'm here. <laughs> I saw what you saw. Yeah. My man's right. running around me celebrating. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Can't you, do anything uh, about it now. You ever think about tripping one of those guys when they're running around celebrating? You know what I mean? <sighs> right? Um, no. Just a nice slide tackle, two foot of them during the celebration. No. Might be an issue. I, I think they're. I think the one that gets me the most is when you've had a forward in your back pocket for literally 89 minutes and the yeah. 90th minute or whatever, he scores a goal and he runs around acting like he had the best game in the world. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> really? Literally you, had, right? like, <laughs> you didn't have anything all game and you looked as a hero. And it's like, yeah. and then you look, you look at like you let it in and you're yeah, the yeah. bad guy. And it's like, and so and, that's the that's the frustrating part. Like, yeah, then I don't want to two foot somebody, but <laughs> you do make that point about like like defenders don't get any glory. And I and I would even go further than that. And I think MLS defenders get even sort of less uh, uh, recognition and acknowledgement um, because just in the way the the teams are set up, right? It seems like the defenders are the last thought. Like, let's put all the money up front, and then we'll, we'll figure it out when it comes to uh, defenders. Uh, but how do you? Uh, kind of, uh, you know, what is your effort to kind of stake that claim and being like, yo, let's get, give some the, the American defender some love and some respect and, and maybe a little bit of higher praise, even amongst like in the international market. Right. Yeah. If you look at it, you know, just based off of, you know, the finalists and defender of the years uh, over the last, I don't know, six, seven years, 50 percent or more are typically Americans. And and that says something, you know, I think that that's the frustrating thing is that, you know, especially when dealing with contracts in this league and whatnot, that the Americans are looked are overvalued or over, or sorry, overlooked, undervalued uh, in so many ways. And, and and that's, you know, the, the disrespect uh, that a lot of Americans, especially defenders feel is that, you know, you, you see teams now bringing in some more, European defenders and whether that means they're better or not, that's a huge argument for discussion. Yeah. Um, and, uh, 
in, 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 the, in the, you know, they're cashing out in a way. And so, you know, American defenders especially want to get involved. Americans in general want to get involved in that. But the defenders is, you know, the, the, the last looked at kind of thing. And so uh, it's frustrating, you know, when you just look at, you know, what we have been able to do uh, in terms of MLS and, you know, trying to, you know, break that stigma uh, as a whole. We are here with uh, Ike Opara of Minnesota United, and uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do a little game. Oh yeah, with Ike because when we invented ourselves, <laughs> because uh, Ike uh, he is he is the uh, the curator the of this of this particular segment right uh, on his show on BSI the well, podcast. We named ours a little differently. Yes, because he he does plead the fifth. Right. Uh, where he asks players uh, about you know he asks them questions five like, difficult questions. Yes. Right. And, and but we're gonna do. Plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. <laughs> the fifth. Okay. <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> We're going to ask you five questions. <laughs> that might be a little, that might, you know, be a little bit difficult to answer. We're here to ruin contracts. Exactly. <laughs> ruin his money. That's right. right. <laughs> so, uh, yes. So first, Ike, we have to ask, uh, for the, please answer as honestly as you can or, or don't answer at all. The worst part about playing for Minnesota United. Go for it. Oh, gosh. Uh, you got, you, hey, you guys, I got copyrights on the interrogation at, at BSI The Pop. No, that's you why we renamed it. Fifth. It's different. Fifth. Yeah, Dave, Dave Chappelle, huh? Yeah. Right, um, and also, it's not called plead. It's plead the fifth. <laughs> we like our um, uncles would say, oh, yeah, plead the fifth. <laughs> okay. Plead the fifth. All right. Worst part about playing for Minnesota United. Um, or in Minnesota. Or Minnesota, yeah. Just the worst part about playing in Minnesota. The obvious question or the obvious answer is the cold. Cold, okay. um, cold as hell. I, I Minnesota. Mean, it's and honestly, I don't mind the cold that much. It's just we're we're just indoors for like three months to start the season, and that's tough. Like okay. training on turf indoors uh, can be uh, can be a drag. Switching that to the outside is a little bit difficult. Uh, it can be it, it can be for sure. But you know, I just you know, play, I don't mind playing games on turf really. Uh, but training on turf every day can be uh, yeah, it's not ideal. Okay. All right. I got one for you. What is the biggest complaint you would have about having to play for Peter Vermees? The biggest <laughs> complaint. <laughs> I mean, we know he's a tough dude. He's a tough coach to play for. You got to have something. He's very authoritative. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe it's just uh, that he, he like, when me. you answer those interview questions, you're like, I just work. Yeah, what he's like. He traded me. Oh, yeah. That is an official complaint. <laughs> okay, you put that in the complaint box. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Why is this a shredder? <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about this? Uh, the dumbest comment you've ever heard while, while playing with your head guard? Um, not from a player, but like I'll have a fan say some nonsense like, uh, God, I, like something along the lines of like, that's that's stupid head like stupid headband or like 
you're like you're soft or or something like that. And I'm okay. like, what? Uh, because you don't want to you don't want to get concussions. You're, yeah. you're, why right. you are such a punk, dog? Yo, dog. Right. Why you want to remember your name when you're 50, my right. guy? Exactly. Like, and I'm like, so do you want me to like speak mush and you know, be able to like roll over and forget where right. I live and my social security Wake up number? Thinking your wife is an intruder every morning. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh I just, oh yeah, I wish I could slap you with this headgear kind of thing, but dude, you should. Right. <laughs> Next question we have. This is the fourth out of the five. We have one DP defender that you're better than and deserve more money than. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How does it feel to be on that side of this? <laughs> oh, are you gonna um, answer or plead the fifth <laughs> please be a player on your team <laughs> i you want to answer name. them all no you're, oh, you I have, have a name to. i, I want well <laughs> let's go to question five before i come back uh, okay is i want what? i want to i want to answer this one but i'm like <laughs> okay good you you uh mull it over all right uh <laughs> Why have you been uh, so neglected by the U.S. men's national team? You only got one cap. Uh, can you explain that? So it's funny that you say this because I almost tweeted the other day. I just forgot to hit the send button. <laughs> that I was going <laughs> to announce my international retirement via Twitter. Okay. Um, and, and as a joke, but like kind of a seriousness because like at this point, I don't know. At this point, I don't care. Um, you know, it is what it is. I've been overlooked. I, sure, health was it, you know, a while ago, but now over the last handful of years, you know, there's kind of no excuse. Uh, and let me backtrack, actually. I, I understand it because, you know, I, they didn't qualify for the World Cup and then the youth movement came in and yada, yada, yada. But now that they're, you know, they're starting to get into some serious games, you start to see some, you know, the youth, but you start to see experience as well. Some older guys and you're like, you know, that's kind of weird. But, you know, I think really I don't really care anymore at this time. It's just, you know, if I get the call, great. If I don't, I'm going to carry on living my life. Okay. That's fair. All right. All right. So, so I, we just have one. That last one. The other one. One sort of just dangling <laughs> out there. I mean, it it's, is. On, it's on you. I don't, you don't have to, but I mean, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe you wouldn't do this when you expect other players to do it. But no, go ahead. For let to remind the audience, one DP defender <laughs> that you're better than and deserve more money than. <laughs> Man, um, <laughs> I've got like six names, but I'm not, I can't do it. I can't okay, do no, it. That's right, I want right. to do it, but I can't all do good, it. I'm mad at myself. So much. How about this? When we get off air, you tell us one, and we'll tell our Gully Squad members, which is like, <laughs> those are our paid subscribers, that, just the one, and we'll make sure they keep it secret. Sound good? <laughs> that's putting right, a lot of trust it, in it. a lot of people. <laughs> Ikepar, thank you so much for joining us, man. We appreciate you. Uh, make sure everyone uh, tune in to BSI the podcast. It's a great podcast. That subscribe, ben- leave a five star review. Say this is almost as good as Cooligan. <laughs> that's, that's all you got to do. Refer, refer the Cooligans, you'll get a gift card from us. All right. Oh, look at that. <laughs> hey. Uh, Ikepar, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. And everybody, we'll be right back, guys. 
Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We want to break in with a word from one of our sponsors, LBF. Live, breathe football. Live, breathe football. A, a, a lovely uh, clothing, soccer clothing brand. That's right. It's all cut and sew, man. They get This guy's making clothing specifically for you. You tell him who you are and he'll make you clothes. No, I'm joking. But what he does <laughs> is he doesn't just go out and buy a bunch of hoodies and print stuff on it. What he does, he actually designs a hoodie. He designs the jacket. He's designed stuff for Sporting Kansas City, Portland Thorns. He's got just a regular dope clothing brand all on his own. He's got new stuff coming out. He opened up a store in England. Who who are you to not buy this stuff? Yeah, who are you? What are you? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what are you, what are you, are you special? <laughs> Just the disrespect. Wow. <laughs> like, we can hear it from this show. You know what I mean? But you so, got to check it out. Go to LibriFootball.com. Check out his stuff. Check him out on Instagram. The, the stuff's amazing. And it's not just that. We're going to give you a discount. Exactly. If you use the promo code Gullius, you will get 15% off your first order. So That's you right. Can. So, you know, the holidays are coming up. You'll fill that shopping cart up. My guy, you're going to get 15% off. Put in Gullius. And then they're, they're, he's going to send you, like, all the clothes you ordered. And he's like, ah. <laughs> Ah, and you can be like, ah, ah. <laughs> sure. It's a, I guess a traditional business transaction. <laughs> yeah, like this. yeah, I don't know. Right? I mean, that's how it used to happen in the olden days, right? <laughs> you ah, ah, you ah, ah, back. And now at transaction the, completed. Yeah, at the apothecary, <laughs> you would go in and be like, yo, ah, ah. He's like, no, I see your ailment, my dude. And he will make it for you. I, Same thing as what LBF doing. Exactly. So make sure you go to livebreathefootball.com. And the football is as the, spelled the Spanish way, F-U-T-B-O-L. I believe you mean com. the correct way, F-U-T-B-O-L. All right, man. And use that promo code Gullius. We are here back again. <laughs> Crazy. Thursday. The 3rd December. Yeah. Yeah. Man. 2019. <laughs> Bro. Yo, it's a month. Wow. <laughs> one, of the, one of the craziest. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We took drugs before the show started. And we're surprised. That's where this shirt came from. <laughs> this is the loudest thing I've ever worn on this show. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Louder than me. Shouts, <laughs> yes, we got to turn on the volume on the shirt. Yeah, shouts to Talisman for the drip that my wife is going to hate. <laughs> but I'm still wearing it. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Hi, my name is Christian Polanco. That's right. He's Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. Okay. Uh, we are uh, your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show that you've ever seen in your life. That's right. Those are facts. But it's not just that. It's also the gulliest. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 me letting people know yeah, yeah. how gully is. Gully is. <laughs> you like an upset girlfriend? Okay. You don't stop it no more. I'm just hyping Alexis up right now. Yeah. I uh, thought you were cutting. <laughs> I thought you were going cut on the show. You can we do that? Yeah. Can I just we we the directors now. <laughs> <laughs> we the captain of the ship now. So hello, thank you for uh, for tuning in. Uh, we're excited to welcome our guest that we have. Uh, oh, that's right. I thought it was just going to be us chit-chatting, but somebody else sitting on this couch. <laughs> Imagine we, we didn't address him <laughs> we for 60 minutes. for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for showing up. Hi, right, yo, good. Good, good times, man. Now nah. go home. <laughs> yeah, we'll tag you in all this. <laughs> now we're, we're super excited about this guy. <laughs> we were hanging out in Germany with this. We flew us out to Germany. No, we were hanging out in Germany. We've been we've been seeing this dude at every major soccer sporting event uh, since we started. And no one has been more supportive than this guy, at least telling us to go for it. He's never written an article about us or anything, but he's been he's always been telling us to keep going, mostly because I think he knows we annoy everyone. Yeah, else. yeah. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's driving. Put your hands together for the one, the only Ivis Galarsif, everybody. Ivis, what's up, man? Thanks for having me. This is, uh, <laughs> 
I think I'm glad I wore black to yeah. kind of balance out the color yeah. here. Yeah, when they do the wide on the two of us, it's going to be kind of, kind of a juxtaposition. <laughs> uh, Ivis, thank you for joining us. Yes, uh, and, and we should talk about the fact that, yeah, we did, we were hanging out in Germany uh, together. And for us, and, and Alexis did mention, like, we had seen you in a lot of MLS events. We went to, like, we were we started going to, like, MLS Cup in, in 2016 uh, uh, and being sort of around a lot of the journalists. And when we saw, when we met you, we were like, this this is this is a serious journalist guy, right? Like, we've known, we've read your articles for years. Never met, We never met you in person. But that was, like, one of the things where, like, uh, when we were around a lot of journalists, we were like, oh, these people don't respect us, right? Because yeah. <laughs> we're comedians. Yeah. They are journalists. They were, they're like, and, and the American soccer uh, uh, journalism space is fairly small. The community is small. Very everybody, insulated. Everybody knows each other. But then when two comedians come rolling around with their stupid jokes. We're doing bits. We're like a couple of ha-has <laughs> and they take their jobs very seriously. <laughs> so, and then there's you who I think appreciated some of the ha-has, yeah, you know, at least from the, ups, from the up jump. You know and and I mean? then in Germany, we got to actually like hang out. Uh, and, and so that was like a good experience. And I'm glad we, we got to do that. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, that trip to Germany definitely uh, opened my eyes a little bit in getting to know you guys and know that how serious you guys are about this, because being in the game for 20 years, I've seen a lot of guys come and go who aren't serious and you kind of it's easy to write those guys off. But get, getting to, you know, see that you guys are really serious about actually learning the sport and not just cracking jokes that definitely uh, put you in a different uh, light for me. So. Right, which goes to show how good we are at lying, right? Like we're just, we're able to hide the fact that we're here right. to just crack jokes. So you got catfish. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're here to tell you. Yeah. We don't know nothing about the sport. Why don't they pick the ball up, Ivis? You tell me. No. But no, you have been uh, around the game for uh, for a long time. And and what I love uh, when, especially talking to you, um, we, we were hanging out with like Steve Cherundolo and then you would be like, oh, in, in 2003, I was, uh, you know, I went to this game and saw Steve and I was like, well, like oh. Steve will say something like, oh, you know what happened in this game or like in the locker room? And you'd be like, yeah, I was two feet away from you <laughs> in 2001 when that happened. And we'd be like, damn, you know? Yeah. So it's like one of the, these things where uh, the j- American soccer journalists are are very like under the right. Nobody knows the, the like the hard work that they're doing to kind of publicize the game. But you're like one of these people that have been around the game a long time and are responsible for kind of broadcasting it to other people. But nobody really knows who you are. Well, part of it is being old. So I know you guys are like <laughs> dancing around that, but I am pretty old. I've been, I've been doing it for 20 years and uh, it's yeah, crazy. You started how, when you were six. So yeah, like yeah, the kid, yeah. the guy just, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's stressed. He's a prodigy. A lot, of, yeah. a lot of dying the hair and yeah. all that. But uh, no, but it's it's crazy when you, as the time goes by and you see someone like a Steve Trundolo, I remember when he was a, a kid on the 2002 World Cup team, like a late addition and he was kind of a babe in the woods and now he's a legendary former player already gone through that cycle. So one of the cool things about putting that time in is seeing people kind of evolve and pass through and, and building those relationships with those people who who know you've been in the game that long and 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 it just nothing beats that kind of time when you have that yeah. time and and that that kind of reputation so and, and what was the, the the thing that kind of uh catapulted you in like you were were you your was your interest in u.s men's national team in in mls in american soccer in general like what was the thing that got you going and interested in the topic to begin with well, I, my background's Peruvian, so there was always soccer in in the in the family in the household. I actually played American football growing up. I played in, in high school and college, but my first job out of out of college was at a at a small newspaper in New Jersey, and then and the soccer beat came open, uh, covering the Metro Stars. And it just so happens that a, 
uh, a friend of mine from college was drafted by the Metro Stars and was on the team. So I told the editor, I said, hire me. I got know someone on the team. Yeah, yeah. And now and the rest was kind of history. Uh, yeah, I started Long covering paper. the team, uh, the Herald News, yeah, and, yeah, uh, Herald the News. tiny newspaper in, in Passaic County. And, uh, you know, I, I just got lucky and, and just being covering the Metro Stars, everyone that came through there from, you know, Tim Howard, Bob Bradley, Michael Bradley, Josie Altador, Bruce Arena, you name it, who's who of, of American soccer came through there. And I was there from from 1999 and just building those relationships. It kind of just took off from there. And what do you, what do you think is the reason for your longevity? Because you mentioned it before people on, on our end or that are trying to do kind of something similar to what we do come and go. And we're we're dedicated to staying here. Uh, you know, my wife, my accountant, my landlord, they've all begged us to stop. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we're dedicated to stay here and 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 we're trying to find more and more ways to sort of make it work. But, you know, we're also we walked in at an era where the business is starting to kind of take off a little bit. You struggled through the parts of where the, the league was about to close and and how could this happen? What do you think you owe your longevity to uh, adapting? I think it's it's been adapting. I was a newspaper reporter for for 10 years and about seven years in, I kind of got a you know, a sense that things were not heading in a good direction in newspapers. And that's when I quit and, and, and launched my own website, which was at the time, definitely a scary and a, and a bit of a risk, definitely a risky proposition at the time. There wasn't a lot, there weren't a lot of people doing that then I was kind of one of the early ones to do it. And making that jump at the time that I made it helped me kind of ride a, ride a wave and get through some things. And it's all about being able to adapt. And I'm, I'm kind of going through that again now with another, you know, evolution and, and trying to work my way into video and that kind of thing. So the game evolves and, and media evolves. And, and that's kind of just trying to figure out what's the, the next wave, pretty much the, the way to kind of keep it going. Yeah, there must have been newspaper people are like, hey, Ivis, you're crazy. All right. Newspapers well, yeah. isn't, isn't going to go anywhere. Nobody <laughs> wants to read off the screen. They want to hold it in the hand. What do you mean I don't have a job? <laughs> Ivis, uh, you you have sort of this this odd relationship with players like when i see you talk to a player that you've met before you know they have a warm relationship with you but you still are like a traditional journalist and where you sometimes kind of have to call them out or talk about something that, like them playing badly how do you do that balance because we're very different we're comedians like we're never really going to go at them that way you know what i mean we're just we're just here to pop jokes like if they play badly we make a joke of it and it kind of gets forgiven you're a little different you're breaking down how they play badly <laughs> like how do you manage to sort of Keep there really because one of the things that I think we I really sort of have gotten to see over time and recognize is like, man, he's really good at sort of being like a like a friend of these guys. Yeah, it can definitely be tough. The the more the more you're around players and, and they definitely read everything. And one thing I've learned through the years is coaches take criticism a lot better than players do, because a, a coach you can rip. I mean, I've had coaches that I've absolutely shredded and they'll just and, and it, they'll be like nothing happened. And and they'll, and they get it. You know, generally, they get that it's yeah. the job. Players, sometimes it's like, you know, the, you're, the, you'll be dead to them. I mean, I remember years ago, I I wrote a column critical of Amaro Guevara, who I had been, you know, I was very cool with it. But when he came back to Less I kind of wrote about why the team shouldn't have brought him back and everything. And the next time we were in a mix zone after a Honduras Mexico game, he like stopped his his interview session when he saw me and he's like, "I'm not going to talk until he leaves." Whoa. And I just like laughed at him and then left. And then the next time I saw him was in Toronto at an MLS game and he gave me a hug. So it's like there's it, it's it can be it, the, it, he's bipolar. Yeah, exactly. Out. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So it, it can it can well, be maybe it was just the free health care where he was like a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. When it comes down to it, you just have to be honest. And I think as much as a player at the at the moment might might be pissed off that that you criticize them. I think deep down they know if you're 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 honest or not. And, and I think there's a line between being kind of critical and also kind of being like maybe 
overboard and, and maybe like taking personal shots and that kind of or thing. Or spirited yeah. Yeah, I think that that's what it comes down to because, I mean, there's definitely been players who I know at the time were super, super upset. But years later, they'll be like, oh, no, you were right. It was time for me to retire or it was, you know, or this and that, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. So I think they get it at the end of the day. And, and it also when so when people see that you're just straight up, that that shows everywhere and people realize like okay like he he's straight up he's honest so. yeah. yeah and you've and you've seen the 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 u.s men's national team program specifically throughout the years and i just kind of uh, if we can you know give some sort of synopsis of what's going on right now because it seems like it's at its oddest uh where obviously missing a world cup is in especially in your time is unique uh and and that response to it is also a thing we're all kind of figuring out for the first time on how to criticize it and and also uh, um how to you know how to support it as well um but your sort of thoughts of these last like two three years of what has been you know from the coaching you know how long it took to get a coach and all these other issues and how the the program is being run what what is like the the starkest difference from your the earlier years to 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 now well i think it's really just kind of been a perfect storm of 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 crap in a certain way because you had missing the world cup uh, a, a shitstorm, so to speak. Yeah, there you go. You say a shitstorm. I'm sorry, I didn't realize it was. I didn't know it was a PG show. Actually, I have watched it. I know. Yeah, no. So it's been a bit of a shitstorm, but it, it's it's not making the World Cup, uh, and also a, a, a team that was kind of going through a cycle in terms of players, where uh, an older generation moved on. When you talk about guys like Clint Dempsey, Landon Donovan, who carried the program for so long, uh, so you don't make the World Cup. U.S. fans have PTSD now from that whole experience. Yeah. So now everything that's that doesn't anything that looks negative or anything that looks like it isn't progress, it just sets people off. And that's why now there, there are these like for me, I think slightly overboard reactions to, to you know, what are natural steps for a team that's in transition for a team that's integrating a young generation and a young coach a coach who we all know had never coached a national team before so the fact that that people are kind of freaking out because this coach who's never coached a national team before is having some growing pains i think is i like you understand it because that that pain of missing the world cup is still so fresh but at the same time for me like i'm i'm not as emotionally tied into it so i kind of see it from the outside and I'm not ready to jump on him just yet, Greg Berhalter. I think you know we'll see in 2020 really what what he's doing with this program. So that's that's what we hear first, Greg Berhalter. Ivis is taking his time before he decides if he's going to jump you or not. Uh, joking. Uh, he is from Jersey. I gotta tell you. Watch out, Greg. We're only kidding, uh, But here's a question. I think part of the reason why I think the fans are having such a visceral reaction to every little thing that's happening is because the one thing that has been begged for by either MLS fans or just uh, men's national team fans um, or really U.S. soccer fans in general is more transparency. And for whether it's good or bad reason, it seems like uh, Ernie Stewart has sort of taken a a sort of like entrenching himself even further into the lack of transparency. And now it almost seems like it's secretive everything that's happening. And like, there's no one hears from anyone and no one knows what's happening. And I think that that adds to the frustration. I can understand why they do that because they, they decide like, let's keep it all in house and figure it out on our own before we go out. But also it seems like fans are upset and nothing's happening in your time. Have you ever seen it be this way? It seems like this is the most sort of NSA like that we've had <laughs> in a while. There definitely is this kind of trust us. We know what we're doing attitude. And it's like the worst possible time to have that attitude when right. people are still so, 
uh, th- that emotion is so raw from mixing, missing the World Cup. If anything, now is the time when you need to be a bit more transparent. And, you know, we had a chance to talk to Ernie Stewart uh, down in Florida and just some of the things that he was saying. I'm kind of like, man, like, how, like you know, I get it if you think you see progress deep down. But like he he was just uh, like some of the things he said, I, I as he's saying them, I'm like, ooh, that's people are going <laughs> to. Yeah, yeah. People are not going to like what they're hearing from from him. And, and you know, see, so I, I agree with you. I think there definitely needs to be more transparency. And you can't just ignore the fact that they didn't hire a coach for a whole year. And that just added to that angst. It added to the that that, you know, the the, the negative feelings of missing the World Cup. So it, for the U.S. soccer and for the leadership to kind of just expect people to ignore that, like, I think that's I think that's a little unreasonable. What, what, what was the sort of general um uh, I don't know if his content is not the word, but like the the approach to journalism pre Twitter. Right. Because you're hand like you, you're more we're more aware of all this angst and, and all these issues and all the criticism because it's we're being inundated with it. Does it does it feel is it an echo chamber where it's just a couple people kind of screaming loudly or is it uh, even before Twitter, before social media was were these kinds of uh, of criticisms also available to us? Well, I think if you want to go back 15, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, uh, big soccer, the message board was probably where you, you, you saw that kind of. Speaking of a shitstorm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that, that's really, that's really where, where the, the, the negativity could be found. And now sure. obviously with social media, everyone can go, go on and, and express their frustrations. And, and there's definitely valid feelings there and, and people have a right to, to feel upset about certain things, but it does, it can get, Get overboard and, and people can it's crazy now you see like just a very just very simple like tweets by u.s soccer just saying whatever and then the comments are just like yeah, yes, this is just killing it <laughs> that doesn't even like happy birthday <laughs> happy birthday to this guy he should not like, deserve cake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah like jesse's artist got a happy birthday and it's like i like i had to read the comments because i knew it was just gonna yeah. be and it's it, it's just because and that's not i wouldn't say 90 percent of the u.s national fans feel that way but that the, yeah. you know whatever percent that small percent is is definitely out there and they're vocal on on social media and, right. and all jazzy does is score a bunch of goals all the time every time he gets <laughs> and everybody's still upset nice, <laughs> he's the nicest guy the most hated guy it'd be one thing if he were like a, just a jerk then he'd be like yeah, okay yeah everyone hate him yeah, but yeah. he's like the nicest guy so it's such a weird kind of well, difference there well get some tougher skin start being a jerk right? <laughs> no, we're still here with ivis galar step of sbi soccer.com uh ivis you are a person who uh especially you haven't like an americans abroad uh, piece that you are regularly you are you're always uh, uh, checking to see what all the the young Americans are doing. All, I thought all it was over just world. writing about us being in Germany. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that was that. Here's was what Alexis ate. What was the, what was, pounds of pork? Yeah. What, what would have been the the recap of our time in Germany wow. if uh, well, no goals? Uh, Fifteen pounds of pork and uh, <laughs> two gallons of beer. I think. Nice. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Not what Sergio Des did. I'm talking yeah. about. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, you do uh, follow a lot of the players, and, and that's why I, I love your website because you can uh, kind of uh, get stay up to date with a lot of that stuff. You don't have to watch all those leagues. Like you get a bit of a synopsis. So uh, I, I want to uh, sort of just talk about the the Sergio Dest, uh decision. Uh, you know the you know uh, taking What's, his talents to the U.S. Men's National Team. 
ambiguous was his destiny? <laughs> what? Uh, uh, yeah, a couple of them. Maybe we can go through a few. Uh, your thoughts on Sergio Destin, the fact that he made the decision. Uh, so that, yeah, I thought he wasn't going to choose the U.S. at all. Yeah, there was definitely that, that sense from the outside. But when you look at, at his career and the way it went, I mean, the Dutch didn't know anything about him really when he was coming up. And he he was on the U-17 team. And I remember seeing him on U-17s and thought this, this kid has some serious ability. Uh, and then just him, you could see how close he was with, with the U-20 group. Uh, I was down there for CONCACAF qualifying that tournament in uh, where you guys are headed, actually, Bradenton. Yeah. Uh, and and you could tell already then that that group was so tightly knit. And I really think that's what did it. That's ultimately what kind of convinced him, even after the Dutch national team came into the picture. He had built those relationships with that U-20 group and they went to the U-20 World Cup together. And I think when he really thought about it, he thought, like, who, you know, this is the group that I'm going to spend my career with. And, and as much as the U.S. isn't the Netherlands, this U.S. group, this U-20 group could do something special down the road and I'm sure I'm sure his guys told him that I'm sure the you know Chris Richards Alex Mendez and Chris Gloucester I'm sure all those guys were kind of like listen we got we got something special here you could be part of it and and it also means something the fact that the U.S. believed in him early on and gave him those opportunities and I, I give him you know I respect him for for sticking with the program that gave him his chance why is it that the U.S. can find kids that are being sort of looked past by other nations, but not find those same kids here. Cause when Christian Pulisic wrote that uh, sort of story for players tribute, you should have had him write it for SBI soccer. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. He said, yeah, he said that there was a lot of, a lot of talent that's being overlooked. Why is that still so much of an issue here? Oh man, that's, a, that's the million dollar question. I, I'd have like eight I, hours. I'd be running in a, I'd have an a academy director job. I think if I, if I could answer that one, but it's, I mean, Part of it, I think, is is you, you haven't had that that quality in ter- in leadership uh, to be able to identify talent. Uh, I think you, now you're maybe you're seeing more of that that kind of talent develop, and you're also seeing people coming from Europe coming over here and getting jobs and uh, to help run academies and help identify talent. Um, there's definitely uh, segments of the population that are being overlooked. We we we've, we've heard all about the, the Latino population and why the, the people right that look like us and 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 that grew up where we grew up uh, that that. That's kind of the untapped resource. Let me just say, anyone who looks like me, you don't have a shot. <laughs> just give up right now. But I get into making sandwiches. <laughs> and, and that's what's crazy about this country is like in, in the other kind of the big soccer countries, uh, the, the kids from the poor backgrounds are the ones who go on to be the stars here. You, as Zlatan Ibrahimovic said recently, like you almost have to be rich to be able to afford to have your kids play soccer. So those are issues that need to be addressed. And, and once I, I don't have the, the answer to that, but. Hopefully, as academies improve, as MLS and I think MLS has to be at the forefront of that, of of building better academies and doing a better job of identifying talent, not just the talent that can afford three thousand, four thousand dollars to play youth soccer, but also going into into New York City, into Newark, into, you know, those communities where they haven't been looking hard enough and finding that talent. Yeah, nice. it's, a, it's, a, it's a generally a frustrating thing. I mean, we've talked about it for years, but. Yeah, like that's the kind of the main thing. Like, nobody else be scouts. <laughs> you know what? No, that's not. <laughs> wow, <laughs> we haven't even got an offer yet. You're already making it easy for them to go negotiate. <laughs> We're not qualified for the job. Uh, you saw us in Germany, right? If there's a kid anywhere beyond pork, I'll see him. <laughs> you know, you see near pork you or find some young comedic talent. No, yeah, question. there you go. No okay, question. but uh, the kid's got bits. <laughs> uh, another person I wanted to talk about uh, was Gio Reyna, who is uh, now with uh, Bruce Dortmund, and uh, he was just on the on the on the squad uh, recently. Uh, 
looking um, incredible, by the way. The uh, you so when we were in Germany, you were talking a lot about Claudio Reyna, uh, and uh, who's related to uh, Gio Reyna. Uh, so that's supposed, to be, that's supposed to be a joke, anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, his uh, he left NYCFC uh, like um, it, it wasn't he wasn't transferred to uh, Dortmund. He just left on a free, I guess, because they didn't they didn't sign him. But he was with the uh, the academy. So so it's. I guess the main question is like, it seems like they left on bad terms, right? Is that safe to say or I no? Think, I don't think it was necessarily bad terms. I mean, I think he just made the decision that he made to to go to Dortmund to continue his development. And Dortmund, obviously, when you look at European academies, I mean, they're at the top. You could argue they, they've been the best at, in recent years at producing young talent. So I don't think anyone could knock him for making that decision to go there and and play in that, in that setup. I'm sure NYCFC wasn't happy about it. I'm sure City Football Group wasn't happy happy about it sure. because now here's a player that you know they could have kept in their system and with his talent maybe one day could have gone straight to man city instead of them now having to spend 70 million in, in three years for him so i'm sure from that standpoint they weren't happy but claudio arena was in that weird position of i'm the dad but i'm also running you know running the team at the time so that that had to be a weird spot for him but he's a dad he's going to do what's best for his kid and of his course. kid wanted to go to europe and you can totally see why he did it and looking at already what he's done in this year and change that he's been there it's clearly been the right decision I mean, no one could knock it. He's a special talent. I mean, he is a he is uh, that when you talk about the teenagers that coming up, I mean, he, he is at next most likely to be the next Pulisic because everyone's talking about Christian Pulisic and who's going to be the next one. Yeah. Not to put all the pressure on him and say he's going to be as good. But if anyone right now coming up is going to be the next one, he, he's the leading candidate. What position would he play at the national team? Any idea? He's he'd probably be on the wing. Yeah. Um, I actually asked Greg Berhalter about him back in May. I had a had to sit down with Berhalter, and it's a, it's a unique situation because Berhalter and Claudia Reyna are like long time close super tight friend so he's known Gio since he was a baby, uh, and he 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 knows he has talent there. So, but. Again, you have to take your time and you're not going to rush him in. He, he hasn't played for the first team yet, but the talent is there. Anyone who's seen the clips of him with the U19s, you know that something is special there. And if you want to feel really old, consider the fact that the 2002 World Cup, where the U.S. made the run to the quarterfinals, Gio Reyna was in his mom's belly in South Korea. So he was actually there at the World <laughs> Cup in 2002. Makes me She's feel it all super in. old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was, so he, so, you know, he, he's already been to the World Cup. Yeah, he's ready for the World Cup. You know they say like you play like classical music to the belly? You you know what I mean? He was out here listening to the U.S. just winning some games. You know what I mean? Wow. We're playing pretty well. well <laughs> I, I, did, I did not expect uh, Gio Reyna to be at a World Cup before Christian Pulisic. Yeah. I'm pretty, uh, pretty shocked. There you, there you go. <laughs> right. His mom's belly did not qualify <laughs> for the flight. Uh, SBISoccer.com. SBI YouTube channel. Check him out. Tweet at him, say some wild stuff. He'll he'll respond back. Uh, <laughs> he not? loves that. It's his favorite thing. Uh, we mentioned it before, but we got to hang out a little bit in Germany. And, you know, sort of we had met you before, but that was the first time that we really got like immersed. Like we hung out. We went to multiple cities. We were taking trains and stuff together. Uh, what was that experience like for you? Because you had been to those before. We had never been. Yeah, no, th- this this trip was for me. It was a special trip, not just because everything we got to see, but hanging out with with you guys and the total soccer show guys who I hadn't got to know before. And uh, and you, you've also, you've also probably put some years in my life by uh, giving me some advice. Uh, I was smacking cigarettes out of his hand. <laughs> I said, "Put the pipe down." Yeah. Uh, no, but it, it was one morning. It was like the first morning we were in Germany, and I'm like struggling with the jet lag, and I'm like looking for coffee. And I made a mention how I I usually microwave my milk or something uh, when I have coffee, and he and and 
Alexis was like, never microwave milk. And then after that, it just stayed in my head. I literally have not microwaved liquid since then. So yeah, I wanna, what I told I wanna, them is I don't think I've ever told you this before. They did a study where they microwaved water and let it cool back down mm-hmm. until it was the same temperature as room temperature water. And they fed different plants with the microwaved water and one with the regular water and the microwaved water killed the plants because there's less nutrients when you microwave. Okay. So, so I, I was telling him, I'm like, you got an oven? And he's like, yeah. I was like, you got a stovetop? It's like, yeah. I'm like, well, then stop microwaving your liquids. Just put it in a pan, a pot. Okay. And as soon as it bubbles, it's hot enough for your coffee. You're good. Just like our grandparents so used to do. boiling milk every day. Now, thanks to right. the thing. Right. boiling milk. <laughs> boiling milk. Okay. I mean, I mean, and it makes it sweeter, doesn't it? It's, it's better. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you that. It's I'm better. just, look, I, I don't really expect uh, Alexis to give health advice <laughs> yeah, to anyone. Exactly. <laughs> Anything about nutrition. Yeah. Or- <laughs> yeah, I, he, he said this before I watched him eat. And then after yeah. seeing the pork, I wouldn't have listened to him <laughs> yeah. if he said it after that. I'm just, I got a pork knuckle in my mouth. I'm like, you know what you should do? <laughs> Stop microwaving. You didn't start exercising, bro. You thought about Speaking of crunches, I think I've been through the bone. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. And then, by the way, like three hours after this conversation, me and the dude from uh, Bleacher Report, Sam, yeah. uh, we ordered the trough of uh, of pork. Mm-hmm. That the guy was like, you know, this is this price is per person. <laughs> this is for three people. Like, nah, we'll take it down. Yeah, we did a pretty good job. It was it was practically a whole pig in a pot, and, yeah. they, and they ate like the whole thing. <laughs> One of the things listed was many different sausages, and we ate them all, baby. The oh. blood, the blood ball, the meatball made of blood was a little much but everything else was pretty great <laughs> oh that's when they took it too far <laughs> <laughs> yeah well they did put the whole thing in there i mean it was pretty great um you so you mentioned before about like sort of how you have to adapt a little bit right what are you seeing in the in the sphere now when you started your own website twitter became like the big hot thing seems like instagram are you gonna get on tiktok next you're gonna be doing the dance not. videos i want to <laughs> see some ivis galaxy makeup tutorials <laughs> yeah <laughs> Lip sync to your favorite vapor trap song. Well, I'll tell you what. One thing I've learned is that, like, while well, the, you definitely need to adapt, you also have to, like, you're, like, you're. If I'm old, so I'm not gonna. There's, I'm like yeah. Instagram. I'm definitely trying to uh, use Instagram more. But, like, but my, it's funny. My, I have a six year old son, and he, he kind of makes fun of of me when I tell him, like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing YouTube now. I'm doing Instagram. And he's like, what's wrong with you? Why are you trying yeah. to? I'm like, that's just the way it's going. But I mean, you do, you do have to kind of adapt. But you also have to know your kind of your limitations. So no, I, I, I'm not gonna do any uh, makeup. Wait, maybe I might do a few. Yeah, yeah, a little foundation. So, what do you think? So, you were if while you were working at a newspaper, you sort of uh, saw like the the it's dying days, and you were like, "Oh, I got to get out early." Uh, what is there something now that you see like the future of soccer journalism? Like, where where does you sort of feel it's moving? And do you feel like that you owe something to your loyal uh, readers that like, oh, you're gonna st- stick to the website and not really try to do other stuff? Like, are you do you feel torn in any way? Well, I, I, one thing I would say is it, when you talk to most people now, obviously people will say media is dying and, and the industry is going is definitely going through some tough, tough things right now. But I think it, in terms of soccer, I think soccer is is, is kind of in, in the United States is is in a kind of rebound mode. And I think obviously with missing the World Cup, that that caused a lot of uh, damage, especially in the media landscape. A lot yeah. of people lost their jobs. But I think now with 2026, uh, it'll be here before you know it. And I, I, I can already see like the business world kind of starting to like aim mm. at that. And with that, I think you're going to see investment in the media space. And for old heads like me, who hopefully are still around, we'll, you know, I think you'll be, I'll be in a good position for that. And I think you will see more investment in, and people are always going to want to read, maybe not newspapers anymore, but I, I think people are always going to want to read. And I think people are going to want to see video. And that's, I'm kind of trying to go into that, into that, that area as well. But I, I mean, there's always going to be an audience for, 
for analysis and insight and interviews. Uh, I think from that standpoint, things are headed in a good direction. I feel, I feel like um, soccer, as far as like uh, journalism, like the reading the content is probably probably best or or. I don't say the best necessarily, but like the most, uh, it feels like the most passion compared to the other sports, right? The other sports are just so huge. Like you, you know, if you write on ESPN, you write or, or whatever, you're going to get a lot of viewership for the sake because people are just on those sites. But yeah. if you're doing, if you're working in soccer and you're writing about soccer, you love this, man. There's no way you're doing right, this yeah. without like real heart and real passion. So right. that, that's what it feels like uh, when it comes to your print media per se, or writing in general it, soccer is like the last one that will that, that'll be to go do you know what i mean I, i'm not saying that your job is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ending Stop tomorrow <laughs> but yeah. no but it, it just feels like the most still relevant that makes any sense no i agree I, and i think part of that is because there's not as much uh of the other forms of media available for soccer so there's still that that abundance of of written content and now you're seeing it you're seeing you're seeing more of it and i think if there's anything i worry about is the fact that there's you get a lot of people that not a lot but you get some people who come in that maybe don't have the same kind of uh standards to the way they approach the business. So I'm not going to call anyone out, but that that's kind of an Feel issue. Free to call anybody that, out. That's it. For me, that, that's the thing where I, where I worry about. And maybe as an, as an old head, I, yeah. I, I look at people with a little bit of a side eye, like, why you got to do that? Why are you doing that? Why are you trafficking in, in BS and rumors and this and that? But that's just the nature of the beast. And I think people at the end of the day will appreciate quality uh, over time. And if you show that you do quality work over time and aren't about the BS that yeah, that th people will follow. Because we even saw like um, TMZ when they reported Wayne Rooney arriving, yeah. and it was the worst piece yeah. of coverage. It yeah. was like nothing they said was accurate. Nothing made any real sense. They were criticizing, uh, you know, retirement league this, and they're like, you don't even know. You don't, yeah, you don't know how to pronounce Slatan Ibrahim. <laughs> how are you? Well, one thing I would say: times have changed in the sense that, like, 10, 15 years ago, if you got something wrong. Like you had to wear that for like months. I mean, I, you yeah. know, if you if you if you wrote something and it ended up being false, nowadays you 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 get something wrong and people forget about it in a day. And it's like for me as an old head, like I, I still remember the old days. And like so, I I feel bad. Like if I get something wrong, I'm like I like I I feel bad about it for a long time. But people seriously forget, and that's good and bad because it's bad because there are people who know that now. So they're like, you know what? I'm gonna throw these ten things out there. Yeah. Two of them might be true, but, you know, people might not notice. So I, I just tell everyone, uh, be careful what you consume and, and, and pay attention to people who get a lot of things wrong and maybe stop reading those people. Okay. Well, stop reading The Athletic. <laughs> no, no. Those guys are great. No, those guys are great. It's funny because sometimes we get messages from people that are like, hey, you guys, did this, this wasn't accurate. I'm like, yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> yeah. We know. Comedians. <laughs> Please, if you're yeah. coming here for accuracy... Don't please don't <laughs> go to a different car. You're on the wrong car of this train. <laughs> go to SBI. <laughs> so, uh, Ivis, thank you so much uh, for joining us, man. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, but where can people follow you? Uh, Especially the YouTube channel now, right? You're, yeah, yeah. Let people know. Yeah, it's early days, but definitely uh, go to the SBI Soccer YouTube channel and also obviously SBISoccer.com. That's where where you can find my writing. And uh, there'll be more videos coming, especially when, once I kick the year off. And I'm planning to bring back the SBI show, the podcast. Uh, now that right, now, another now, podcast, yeah. <laughs> we got to compete with. I had the podcast out years ago, but now that the BSI, there's like a bootleg. It's like the, <laughs> it's like the Chinatown yeah, version uh, of the these, SBI show. These I like the two letters. Yeah, I know, hey, you either going to be a player 
are you going to be a journalist? You can't be both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, but no, I, I miss it. And I definitely want to want to get back to doing it. And, and I think hanging around you guys and hanging around the Total Soccer Show guys kind of showed get, you how easy it is. Yeah. Like, if these guys can do it, I should get back <laughs> yeah, to doing yeah. it. If the guy with diff, multiple sausages <laughs> on his plate could do it, then I could do it. Good point. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we appreciate it. All right, guys, we'll be back with more after this. I mean, what a wonderful interview with Ivis. Ivis, great, great human being. This great dude. Just OG journalist, bro. Make sure you follow him. That's what it says on his business card. <laughs> OG journalist. <laughs> it says business on it. <laughs> uh, and one of the things that you and I have said we wanted to start doing is watching more Mexican soccer, right? Yes. So we decided to watch uh, Liguilla, which is their playoff system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has been absolutely bananas yeah you get as many red cards as you do goals <laughs> yo it is the <laughs> lidiest league ever no it's uh i mean yeah we we kind of made that conscious uh effort to be like all right let's let's watch it some more so we can uh kind of be more aware of what's going on right uh the the final is coming up uh pretty soon on the 26th right. uh, uh between uh, america and monterrey monterrey rayados as they like to be called now even though the fans hate it they, do they the hate team? Him? The team wants to be called Los Rayados, and they don't like that. Okay, yeah, they don't want. They don't want to be called. They want to be called Monterrey. Really? Oh, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah. I, I, but, uh, well, speaking of uh, not only the Rayados did they, so they got into the final, but the uh, women won the the final that's as right, well. They won the feminine. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, just uh, Rayados, Monterrey, whatever. They're all getting dubbed. Yeah, right? they're winning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Write whatever you want on these multiple trophies you be winning. Call me whatever you want, but all I know, I'm getting the trophy. Yeah. Um. Uh, so it has been pretty cool. So the the semifinal of the 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 second leg of each uh, game between Nick. And Monterrey, uh, uh, Monterrey won the second leg, one nil. Uh, aggregate, they uh, they won three to one. Uh, but I mean, just watching these games, you start to feel like, uh, like yeah, there is that, a, a little bit of craziness. Like it usually, especially in in MLS in the uh, last year in the two leg. Uh, playoff system it was always like one game was like a dud, and then the the second game was like the one that really insane, mattered. Yeah. The, that one was insane. Not in Liga Mex. No, they Both turn games. it up to 10. As soon as you blow the whistle. Hey, like. Both games are just wild. Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, obviously it makes it tougher. Like, Nakaxa was going to have a tough time. Uh, uh, Nakaxa, a great team this year, but I mean, come on. Yeah. But so the interesting. So all I really knew about Nakaxa was the, the first time I ever even saw them play was in um, the preseason game that NYCFC. NYCFC went to Nakaxa to play against them. They went to play their like B squad. Yeah. And this was the one where Justin uh, Justin Hack uh, remember uh, he played in the game and they kept uh, yelling Cavani Cavani, Cavani yeah. So this, yeah I mean which is just hilarious right he's a kid he wasn't even just has long hair he was an academy player I don't think he was even signed yet if I'm right. I could no, be mistaken so he's a kid. He happens to look like Edison Cavani a little bit. Yeah. And the Mexican fans in the Gaxa lost their minds. Yeah. Uh, they That's all they needed to see was long hair. <laughs> and they were like, Cavani. Cavani. I mean, it must have been a surreal experience for yeah. him, right? Just like uh, kicking the ball around. But every time he touched the ball, a, a stadium of thousands of people lost just, their minds. Yeah, and he's a kid. He was, he was like 15 at the yeah. time. Uh, but so, yes. 
So, uh, so they, imagine every time you touch the ball, thousands of people yelled, Nani, Nani. <laughs> Bro, that <right>? way, <laughs> how would that be? I touched the ball, people were like, Dom DeLuise, <laughs> Dom DeLuise. De you know what I mean? How do, the, lit. how do the Mexican fans know Dom DeLuise? So, Man, I'm a huge fan of Dom. A lot of references <laughs> for American culture. <laughs> so, uh, so Monterrey won, that, uh, won the second leg, and then uh, the, the other match between uh, Monarcas, Morelia, and Club America. Club America, what a what a wonderful team! <laughs> I mean, they are they will smother you no matter where you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the so uh, this one was interesting because Monarcas won uh, the 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 first game two nil, right? Uh, uh, and then uh, America ca uh, came back to win, but they won on on away goals. But this is um, they just needed uh, like Club America. They're always there, right? They were in the Campeones Cup. Right. And they're always, they're always Gio the Santos final. plays there not right now because he had a chunk of his leg ripped off. Wait, when you when a chunk of your leg is missing, it makes it tough to work in soccer. Can I just tell you something? This is how <laughs> lit the Mexican league is. One of the players had a chunk of his leg removed during the game. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you say it removed like it was a surgical procedure. It kind of was. It wasn't an elective surgery. The slow, the slow motion, it looked like the Sapruder film. <laughs> <laughs> it was disgusting. Part of his leg exploded off of his leg. Uh, yeah. I mean, look it up. Don't look it up. If you're squeamish, do not look it don't up. Don't look it up if you're squeamish. It's, it's pretty bad. Uh, but yeah. So if you uh, like ketchup, don't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> what do they mean? Uh, so, yes. So the final, which is going to be, uh, I believe, December 26th. If Available I'm on Fubo TV. At, Both uh, legs of it. Uh, yes. And the 29th uh, on Through the Internet. While Fubo TV. Make sure uh, you're on there again. Also, we have a, a footballtv.com slash cooligans if you want to do a free trial. Yeah, get yourself a little discount, save a, a little, little trial. Save a little bit of money. Uh, but no, so uh, so we're going to uh, watch these. So we're excited about these because especially MLS offseason, once uh, once the uh, uh, apertura is over, then the, the, uh, also there's a lot of rumors of a lot of these uh, players possibly coming to MLS. Right, one uh, of the Club America players is being looked at by, I believe, Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, in Miami, I've heard. In Miami, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, Making the first DP, right? Will be uh, I can't remember the gentleman's name. I but. forgot the guy's name too. I think it, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's uh, Renato Ibarra. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. But you're the, probably wrong. Uh, am I probably wrong? <laughs> probably <laughs> wrong. <laughs> hey, we're learning. We're we're picking it up as we go. Come on, buddy. We'll get there. <laughs> but the um uh yeah. So the final uh, the 26th and 29th uh, again. We'll be watching it on Fubo TV. I suggest you do the same thing. We also have to talk about the Concacaf Champions League because we've. I believe you just mean the Champions League. That's, uh, that's right. The one and only yeah, Champions when League. When you say Champions League, the first thing I think about is what's going on? What's going on down in Costa Rica? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what's happening in Honduras yeah. right about now? <laughs> what's in San Salvador? <laughs> what's the weather like for a game right now? <laughs> no, the Concacaf Champions League, the draw uh, is out and they try to do. That's right. Your draws are out. <laughs> <laughs> the, draw, the draw happened uh, yesterday, uh, Monday. That's the, right. Uh, but the, so the interesting thing is that they the the Concacaf Champions League tries to do a bit of a sh you know a show like the UEFA Champions League, right? Like that secondary league, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it is it doesn't quite meet up to like I think the 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 you know. The, the quality of a live event and live show they do they they kind of brought they broadcast it they broadcast it they stream it but then they also do have like they have like a translator on the thing it's like a lot it, it also comes across just a little bit like a like one of those like regional public access 
<laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> so they just hire to, us. Is hire what I'm us. saying. Up the production value a little bit. Yeah. You don't need to translate the the stuff. Like just subtitle it. Subtitles, baby. People, they'll read it. It'll be fine. Or picture in picture for the. There's too many people on stage. <laughs> too many people. There's a lot going on, and it doesn't really have the same exact star power right. of, of UEFA Champions League when it's like a, a, a bunch of players. Which and is the one way UEFA Champions League beats CONCACAF Champions the League. The only just, way. That's it. It's just star In production power. value. Yeah, yeah. And the quality of the game or no, the players. No, not the field either. <laughs> but no, let's take a look at the, the draw again because we do have uh, a couple uh, interesting games. And now it's, MLS fans are going to have to decide if they want uh, to travel to some of these games. So it's exciting. NYCFC, uh, uh, we'll be uh, going playing against a, a Costa Rican team. That's right. Uh, so we have to figure out, we have to decide, do Alexis, do we want to go? Are we going to Costa Rica? Are we, go, are we going to Costa Rica to watch a game? I mean, it's up to us to decide, right? Like Mon- Montreal is going to be playing uh Saprisa. Mm-hmm. Club America is playing a team I've never seen before. Atlanta United is playing a club I've never heard of before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, Cruz Azul, LAFC is playing Leon in Mexico. That's the big one. That's going to be wild. That's the big one because nobody. uh, So that was the one where Leon had to be in the other pot. So it was an MLS team was going to end up playing against the Liga Mexican. So the point of it is that they tried to keep them in both spots so they don't play against each other until at least the quarterfinal. Yeah. Uh, But there was going to be one MLS team that had to play a Liga Mexican team and LAFC. <laughs> so that's going to be uh, a big one because we've already seen uh, uh, people. Uh, uh, sh- uh, shout out to uh, uh, Valeria, who she's already, she already bo- saw, she booked it, saw this trip, booked and booked it, which Dude. is uh, incredible. So that's incredible. She's like, we're ready to you go. You love the devotion from MLS fans, man. It's just like, uh, as soon as the Champions League is, is becoming a bigger thing and more important uh, because it, it isn't, you know, there was always the, the a CONCACAF championship uh, per se, right. but now people are uh, so much more dedicated to like, all right, we want to, if we want to make it similar to the UEFA Champions League, th- this is to, the kind we, of commitment. We have to dedicate ourselves to it. Yeah, exactly. But I think it also comes part and parcel with MLS clubs getting better. The, the more eyes from America are on it, just the better this competition is going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it looks like NYCFC is playing a team called AOSC. Yes. Uh, which uh, has a star above its crest. So they've won something, right? We don't know <laughs> what, but they've won something. <laughs> we have to do homework. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have to, Sounders are playing Olympia, which is a really big. Uh, Saprissa versus Montreal is going to be wild. Yeah, they play, they, didn't they play Olympia in the last time they were in the Champions League? I could be mistaken. I don't know, but I know uh, this will be fun, yo. Yeah, I'm excited. because So I think uh, we have to figure out because we don't know when the actual game is going to be. It's, it has a range. It's going to be between right. the, the NYCFC one. to the 27th. Uh, so that's the second leg. The first, the first leg, leg is 18 to the 20th. 18 to the 20. So we don't know which game. So, so that's it. We're going three days <laughs> we to Costa Rica. I, I'm hoping it's not on the 18th because that's the day we tape. And if it's uh, probably hopefully the next day or the Thursday, a Wednesday or Thursday, then we could probably go to the well, game. Why don't the crew just come to Costa Rica with us? Fubo, get on board. Can I hear an applause from the cameraman? <laughs> you want to go to Costa Rica. Okay, there we go. decided it for everybody at the up, uh, up top. Fubo. Every, everybody on staff wants to go to Costa Rica. So, <laughs> get the, LiveX is coming too. Yo. Get, the, get, the, get the travel agents on board, baby. Let's do this. Uh, so no, uh, the, the, a lot of big games. So those, uh, those are going to be starting in February uh, and it's going to be dope. So make sure you tune in uh, to those games because uh, again, they'll yeah, be, be, be on football as well. We All got right. more when we get back. Thank That's- you. <laughs> we can't both do it. Also, thank you. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. I said it first, technically. <laughs> uh, no, thank you also. Thank you to our guests this week. Huh? What an incredible Ivis Galarsev joining us today. 
uh, Ike Opara. Yeah, also joined us. And what I mean, look, we bring you the stars of American soccer, both players and journalists, and obviously only, the biggest stars of all us. Exactly, but only if they their name starts with I. That's right. <laughs> rules are rules. Yeah, we gotta follow them. So <laughs> please let us know if there's anyone else we can have on this show. No, but it's been amazing. Yeah, a lot of fun today. Thank you so much for for tuning in. I hope I hope you enjoyed looking at my knees yeah. for sixty minutes. <laughs> yeah, because right. first time I've I've exposed my knees on television. Let and me just say from up close, wild ashy. Okay, <laughs> my man needs to wild, very disrespectful. <laughs> What's I, in the water, my lotion guy? Up quite well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. You got some hard water coming out yo, of your shower. Yo, let me see your knees, dog. Knees, <laughs> knees, right now, my guy. Before we say goodbye, yo. Zoom in on these knees, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, you think I won't pull my knees? <laughs> what you know what? about this knee right here? Look how pale this joint is. This. But hydrated. Yeah. Touch that. That's the moistest knee you've ever touched, my Yo, guy. Yo, I've never seen the, a sweatier knee. Yeah. I'll be honest. Hell yeah, son. It's wild hot in this studio. <laughs> Thanks again. Make sure to follow us at Soccer Cooligans at Fubo Sports. Uh, and follow the YouTube channel so you can watch all the old episodes. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alex Guerrero. And together, what are we? The, the Cool again! Yeah.